0: All right. Without further ado, it is time for The Other Side of Midnight presents Denunciations. Ah, yes. Let me denounce this person. I don't believe we have this person's name yet, but even if we did, I don't think I would use it. This person who murdered a dog in Brooklyn. I don't know if you read about this story, but a determined dog lover sought personal justice for her murdered dog last week, returning to the scene of the crime and coming face-to-face with the man she she blames for the beating death of her golden retriever in Brooklyn's Prospect Park. Armed with a bottle of pepper spray, Jessica Krustick followed the suspected dog killer for 15 minutes along narrow park paths and streets with wide sidewalks until he suddenly turned the tables and came after her again with a can of mace and a stick. So she told the New York Daily News about this. She said, I was scared. But she was ready to act for her dog, Moose, who died in surgery meant to help him recover from a violent beating during the summer. So the death of Moose has become a major issue in Prospect Park, raising a lot of questions about vigilantism, safety, justice, compassion, the city's treatment of the mentally ill. And round two began a week ago, a week ago today, when a friend called her and told her she saw this same guy outside the park. So she gets, catches up with this guy. And he was half talking to himself. At one point, he said, why are you following me? She didn't engage with him at all. But her plan to keep tabs on him went awry. She trailed him to, from 5th Street into Prospect Park, then to Garfield Place, making calls the whole time to 911 and to the detectives who were assigned to her case. While the case remains under investigation, no arrests have been made. The pursuit goes on for 15 minutes. And she lost track of him, and then suddenly he appeared. He came out of nowhere. Between some cars at full speed. He chased her. He pulls out mace and tries to mace her. He also swung his stick at her. According to Miss Krustik, she also had pepper spray, but it wasn't working properly, so she ran. And she's a runner. She's run five marathons. She said she's never run faster in her life. And um, she was literally running for her life. Cops responding to the 911 call arrived after the confrontation. They put her in the back of a police vehicle, searched the area for the man, but he had disappeared. So he's still out there, apparently. And uh, I don't know if he's going to try and chase after a person again or kill a dog. But whoever that guy is, I do denounce you. I must also denounce Macy's. Macy's is coming under fire, and I I think rightly so, for their new philosophy in that they're no longer allowing men to try on dress shirts. Now, I don't do a lot of shopping anyway, so uh, chances are this is rarely, if ever, going to affect me. But I I do like to root for brick-and-mortar retailers, and... And... One of the things that brick-and-mortar retailers have to do in order to compete with Internet sales is they have to be better and offer more services than what the Internet is doing. And by Macy's pulling back on what they were already offering, that's not going to help brick-and-mortar people keep their job. It's going to drive more people to the Internet. When I was when I saw the story over the re- weekend, uh, I talked about it with people that I encountered – you know what so many of them said to me? Well, doesn't affect me. That's why I buy everything online. Or, uh, oh, I'm, I'm just going to buy things online now. What's the difference? I, I think this is so short-sighted on the part of Macy's. I must also denounce Anton Krasovsky, the director of broadcasting for RT. This is a prominent Russian state TV figure. Um, Well, he's a TV host, Um, and he made some reprehensible remarks about this conflict in Ukraine. He was talking with the science fiction writer Sergei Lekoyanko, and they were talking about dehumanizing Ukrainians and casually discussing raping and killing them. During the exchange, the science fiction writer said he had heard stories about Viagra packs being handed out to Russian soldiers as an example of hysteria and sick fantasies. Krasovsky interjected and said, quote, For them to rape Ukrainian grannies, God, those grannies would spend their burial savings to get raped by Russian soldiers. He also said Ukrainian children should be thrown straight into a river with a strong current, or burned in a hut. I mean, look, I'm a guy that's fine with hyperbole. I'm fine with jokes. I'm fine with inappropriate jokes. I'm not okay with, in the middle of a war, where people are going to die or lose their homes, I'm not okay with making jokes about raping grandmothers Burning children. I mean, this guy is a total disgrace. He has apologized. He's also been suspended. But uh, this is just reprehensible. I must denounce Dorothy Annette Clements, a mother in Virginia who was charged with murder after her four-year-old son ate a large amount of THC gummies. So her son died after suffering a medical emergency, and detectives investigating this learned that the doc- that the child's toxicity level showed a high level of THC, and apparently he ingested a huge amount of these THC gummies, and doctors told investigators that the child's death could have been prevented If medical intervention occurred shortly after the ingestion. So not only is this mother so awful that she leaves these THC gummies lying around for her four-year-old to consume them. But even after he consumed them, she didn't take him to the hospital right away. Not until he was getting super sick and almost dying. This woman is a total disgrace, and I do denounce you. I must also denounce air pollution. The more that we are learning about air pollution, the more it appears that it affects dementia. One in ten Americans age 65 and older is estimated to have dementia. One of the 12 modifiable risk factors for dementia is air pollution. Researchers from the Western University, London, Ontario, Canada, found that higher exposure to particulate matter in traffic-related air pollution increased a person's dementia risk. Scientists say a person's dementia risk increased by 3% for every 1 microgram per cubic meter of fine particulate matter they were exposed to. So um, particulate matter is, I don't know, could come from smog. It's the type of air pollution that's uh, tiny pieces of solid particles mixed with liquid droplets. And they can include dust, dirt, smoke, or soot. And when you think of air pollution, you often think of things that are going to make it more difficult for you to breathe, you don't always necessarily think of things that are going to cause you to lose your mind. I think the latter is potentially even scarier than the former. So air pollution, I do denounce you. I must also denounce the motion picture, One Missed Call. I thought this was appropriate for Halloween weekend, I looked at a list of the worst horror movies of all time, according to Rotten Tomatoes. They're, the website, Rotten Tomatoes. There are a lot of bad horror movies out there. We're going to talk about some great horror movies and some mediocre horror movies with Ron McCluskey in just a few minutes, but there are some really terrible ones, a relatively... High ratio of just pure junk. According to critics on the tomato meter, the horror film with the absolute worst cumulative ranking of all time is One Missed Call from 2008. It is at 0% on the tomato meter. According to the tomato meter, this is the worst horror movie of all time. And I haven't seen it yet. Now I want to see this. I mean, you think, I've seen so many bad horror movies. Could this really be the worst of all time? I have to find out. So, after the runaway success of The Ring, there was just a glut of uninspired remakes after this. They say this is the absolute worst. Unlike a lot of the other movies on the list of the 10 worst horror movies, It isn't even fun bad. It's just monotonous. You could put this on your bedroom television to help you sleep. It's, um... So, I want to see this to make sure it's as bad as they say. But uh, one missed call. I do denounce you. I must also denounce, speaking of ignominious lists to be on. I must also denounce the state of Louisiana. Wallet Hub has ranked the, the safest and least safest states in the country, one through 50, measuring things like violent crime and 11 other criteria. And they found that the least safe state in the country per capita is Louisiana. So, Louisiana, I do denounce you i must also denounce red dye number three it now appears as if um, the fda is claiming that red dye number three is a carcinogen it causes cancer the fda says it causes cancer yet it, it is in hundreds of candies and other foods And um, the scientists have urged the the FDA to ban red dye number three. It's already prohibited in cosmetics like lipsticks or blush, but it's in all sorts of common candy that your children or grandchildren might be eating this weekend. Candy corn, nerds, peeps, Pez, sweet tarts, hundreds of others, candies, cakes and other foods. And it's funny, I was looking at this. There's one item on here that my wife and I eat. There's a Morningstar fake bacon. It's like a soy bacon. That this dye is in this soy bacon. I'm gonna. Now I know my wife listens to the show. Sometimes she fast forwards through denunciations because she finds it a little too negative. But um, I'm gonna tell her this weekend. No more of this Morningstar fake bacon. I don't want to get uh, cancer from eating fake bacon. You eat fake bacon. You think you're doing something kind of healthy, and sure enough, you're consuming a carcinogen. I would like to denounce the rogue New York Post employee that went on a, a tirade on social media yesterday tweeting all sorts of vulgar and racist tweets and headlines Both on Twitter and on their website, the posts on Twitter included a reference to Governor Kathy Hochul of New York falsely attributing statements about her to Congressman Zeldin, as well as posts about Eric Adams and President Biden's son, Hunter. The employee, whose name we don't have, also used the post's internal publishing system to republish an editorial about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and change the byline to conservative commentator Ben Shapiro. The headline was changed to say, quote, we must assassinate AOC for America. So they fired this person right away, and uh, they put out a statement that said the New York Post's investigation indicates that the unauthorized conduct was committed by an employee and the employee has been terminated. This morning, we immediately removed the vile and reprehensible content from our website and social Media account. So there you have it. And finally, um, I want to denounce Donda Academy. Donda Academy is shutting down, it's a school, and they are shutting down for the school year after the recent anti Semitic statements made by the Academy's founder, Kanye West, the artist formerly known as Kanye West. Now, I'm told by my friend Danielle that uh, we have an obligation, morally and otherwise, to simply refer to him as Ye, because that's his legal name and we should respect that. So according to an email from the principal, the decision to close was made by Ye, who and um, he said, uh, the principal wrote, quote, our leadership team will be working diligently to assist all families during this transition ensuring that every scholar has what they need to succeed in their next community in a prompt and gracious manner. Now, I know Yay is probably hurting for cash these days, right? He's losing, what would we say, $150 million because of this deal with Adidas alone. Um, and I'm sure he was paying quite a bit of money to fund this school. To force this school to close in the middle of the school year like this, It's really cruel. It's not fair to the students. It's not fair to the parents. The students didn't do anything. So because this fella is mentally ill or can't control his anger towards Jews on social media, they have to close school? I don't like this one bit. Donda Academy and all those that made the decision to close this school, I do denounce you. All right, it is Frankenstein Friday. We're going to talk about Frankenstein's monster and the man behind the monster, the greatest actor ever to play Frankenstein, a ca- Frankenstein's monster, a character that many people have played over the years, Boris Karloff. We're going to explore it with Ron McCluskey straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Marano.